0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Happy Friday. Doug Gottlieb was just seen in Vegas shirtless with Aaron Donald and Von Miller. So (laughs) glad that you're able to uh, 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 stop by and do the show, Doug, because I know you had other things going on.
1: I did, I did, uh, I, was, I was drinking 1942 straight, I was, I was pounding that stuff, uh, but I, I did, I took five minutes out of my time, put down the Twitter, to put down the Twitter machine, and I'm slumming it and filling in for, uh, for, for Dan with you. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I, it, look, I'm not as good as the Rams, because clearly, they're they are the team of the people, you know, with the, the party on Monday, and the, the cursing, and the, and the drinking, and the, and the videos on, on TMZ, and we're running it back, and Sean McVay is screaming it, it it's been some kind of week
1: uh it really 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 has i have a i have a, a hypothesis on on why the rams won't repeat or why it is so difficult to repeat it. We'll, we'll get to but i i do think that the uh that uh, that that tom brady made it tom brady made it cool to get hammered right to get white boy wasted tom brady's done a lot of things but but getting like uncomfortably uh, happy drunk. I think Tom Brady has made into a very, very cool thing. Which is that, which is a, a, a as long as you're not behind the wheel of a car, I'm good with. I'm it's all it's all good.
0: Well, I, I think that was always kind of cool as long as you're not behind the wheel of a car. I mean, I, I mean I've, I've had a lot of nights like that. You know, not not quite after celebrating winning the Super Bowl, but uh, uh, yeah, I always thought that was kind of fun. I mean, maybe I thought it was more fun than other people did around me, but uh, that was always something that I was I was it was part of my life growing up. Sure. Yeah, and,
1: and in fairness, Travis Kelsey was was that that Eagles maybe the Eagles parade was the first in which they were almost a little bit uncomfortably but still happy, 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 drunk. Right. <laughs> when uh, what was the outfit that he was wearing? I'm trying to think what that what what that actually was. Uh, what was an ode to but uh, no the rams have been living it up and rightfully so you went to the victors go the spoils yeah. and 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 uh, and they are they are in fact the champions the other thing that's interesting is we've returned to the world champion thing right which if you remember when we were kids the nba when you'd win a championship they would say it's the world championship they they've gone away from that cuz there is actually a world championship that we sort of care about and there's the the uh the the what is it called the uh, maybe World Cup or whatever it's called. Um, And then, of course, you have the Olympics. So now we just call it the NBA championship, right? We celebrate the trophy. But the NFL, I can't remember them talking about it being a world championship until this year. I I understand there is no major football league anywhere else in the world, so technically they are right. But I don't remember that being a part of the discussion until, until this year.
0: Well, clearly they want to get ahead of the USFL. They don't want the USFL jumping in and saying, hey, wait a minute, you have a championship too. Uh, it just sounds better, right? It just, what sounds better, Super Bowl champion or world champion? Like, hey, we beat everybody in all these other countries. Meanwhile, they didn't have teams and didn't show up. It doesn't matter. World champion always sounds better than just champion.
1: Well, couldn't we also say that they're the, uh, so they're, they're the champions of the solar system? I mean, I'm, I'm not aware if there's a, a league on Mars or Saturn or Venus, but, I mean, why stop at the world when you can do the solar system? And honestly, I mean, like, listen, if we claim the galaxy, Rams to attack a football game.
0: Well, you never know where Aaron Rodgers could uh, ask for a trade to. So, it could, you know, you could. he he may know of some place in the solar system that he may be better off at than Green Bay. He
1: uh, He did very, very much look like he wanted to sing – Creed when he was at the uh, he was Scott what's that guy Scott uh Scott Stapp. Yeah, he had he had he was feeling his Scott Stapp at the NFL Award show, wasn't he? <laughs> you know he was, he was can you take me higher. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> well, look, it, it hasn't been
0: all sunshine, lollipops and rainbows to the Rams. Cause we'll get into the Matthew Stafford video coming up in a couple of minutes. But, you know, the, the funny thing is, you, you know, we're, we're talking you, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, right? And with everything going on with the Rams and celebrating them winning the Super Bowl, one of the things that pushed them along the way that that we're I don't think we're talking about enough is that. When you play in a big market whether you're LA or New York or Chicago or look even 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 teams like Tampa and and Green Bay, they all deal with controversy, and sometimes it's enough and it rips the team apart, and it's hard to get past Look, even Brady had Antonio Brown quit in the middle of a game earlier this year, and Aaron Rodgers' drama was a daily thing. And as soon as they lost, was it Aaron Rodgers' fault? Was it Lafleur's fault? And in New York and Los Angeles, all, all these places, you deal with controversy regularly, and you can't get away from it. And, and it's something that just drags teams down. And for the Rams to be in the number 2 market and to, to basically have this run to the Super Bowl where no matter what they had happened to them, any injury they had, they were able to cover. Cam Akers is out for the year. Doesn't matter. We got it covered. Matthew Stafford's had three bad weeks in a row with these throwing picks in the middle of the season. What's going on? No, that's good. We got it covered. It was just, it was just a lull. Oh, what do we, Robert Woods is out. What are we, we're going to go get Odell Beckham Jr. And nothing that happened was anything that derailed them on the way. They were able to stay controversy-free where really the, the biggest thing was always, oh, as Matthew Stafford, Really gonna win, right? Is he for real? Is he good? Here's news flash. He has been good and he was even better this year. But like that's the only thing. And, and and other teams around the league are going, man, I wish that's what we had to deal with, just with people questioning how good our quarterback was in the midst of a winning season. They were able to take this, take controversy and, and make it a non-factor. The Lakers every day have controversy. The Dodgers have controversy. And it, it, it's like they're unicorns they're, that they were able to win and not have to deal with any sort of, of, of that factor along the way.
1: That's because nobody actually cares about the Rams in L.A. They just don't. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, there were 30,000-ish people that came to that parade, Doug. Come on. The,
1: the, the Rams are, and, and look, I, you moved here a long time ago. We're broadcasting from Los Angeles. So I mean I'm I'm actually old enough. I moved to Southern California in 1981. So when they left in the mid 90s, I I remember it like, were they were not, <laughs> they weren't that popular in LA or even in Orange County when they left in the, in the early 90s, <clears throat> you know. So when they came back, there's plenty of football fans. They're football fans of the Raiders, probably number one. The Cowboys, number two. Then you have, you know, Packers, Steelers, Chiefs, Niners, and somewhere in there there's the Rams and. You know, the Chargers uphill battle is not just because there's not Charger fans, but they were actually the rival, <laughs> you know, the rival of of the Raiders for for so long. Um, and 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 so they're, they're fighting that battle. But I, I you know, I, I think this is the power of the Super Bowl is really amazing, you know, because all of those things which are real things. Matt Stafford didn't play well for like now we're crowning him out, like it was Matt Stafford, a Hall of Famer, you know, we'll debate upcoming next like th- this and, and I, I, I do I think he's got a shot at the Hall of Fame like yeah but like are we just are we completely forgetting the fact that he was he was not great down the stretch of the season that they gagged away a league that could could have kept the Niners out of the playoffs like there, there's some flaws to it um uh, yeah I mean look the the Odell Beckham Jr like it, the, the timing ended up being sort of perfect right but that wasn't the intent. Robert Woods went down after they had already picked up Odell Beckham Jr. And you know, now all of a sudden they needed him, and it took him a couple of weeks to figure it out. Uh, I think the Von Miller acquisition, by the way, was the one that that tipped the scales. You know, my, my my take on the on the Super Bowl MVP is simple. I think Aaron Donald's a great player; he's been a great player, um, and he made a couple of great plays. First, he owes any of this any of this discussion on MVP like a a tip to Chris Collinsworth because Chris Collinsworth talked about him so much that you know those of us we don't have the All Twenty Two because anybody who watched the tape is like Von Miller was dominating the game in the first half. And and my belief is that though Aaron Donald was great, he's going against a a below average offensive line and he's playing with a group. That defensive front is nasty. They, they dominated the game. Whereas Cooper cup, there was no other options for the Rams. They running back. Couldn't, they couldn't make a first down. They couldn't move the ball running it. And they're without their number two and number three. And number four wide receiver, right? You don't have Tyler Higbee as your four. You don't have Robert Woods as your two. You don't have a, 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 um, a OBJ as well. Who's your two? Who was who? Because he was single covered, he was going to. He was probably going to win the MVP. He was going to light up the uh, light up the, the Bengals. They had no other option, and it was a one man drive. I've never seen that, and I can't believe the Bengals like just stop one guy and you might win this game. Um, but I I think a good portion of the reason why they were able to stay out of the fray for the most part is that just the Lakers, the Lakers mess overshadows it. And they're just not LA's just not wired. It's not like a Rams town. It's like at the Ram. If Matt Stafford stinks. There's not some pale that comes over the city, you know?
0: Well, I, I kind of look at the Rams. Like I look at the nets where nationally they're a big story, but in their own backyard, they're, they're behind a lot. Like, like as, as, As much as the Nets are a big story, we talk about KD and Kyrie and the Harden trade, everything, they're always going to be behind the Knicks as far as as relevancy and and people paying attention. And here in L.A., the the Rams are gonna be behind the Lakers and they're mm-hmm. gonna be behind the Dodgers as far as what everybody is paying attention to. So there's there's still that uh, that avenue there that's open to the to the controversy, and they just they, they didn't let it swallow them up and, and they have you know, we, you talk about being good at all the different levels, front office head coach and, and, and your player leaders, and that's kind of where they were. You know, there 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 was nothing that allowed this to seep in and Sean McVay did not allow this to seep in and the belief in Matthew Stafford never waned even when he was playing bad in the middle of the season. And, you know, when when you have tough times, you're trying to deal with stuff. It's like, hey, we've gotten this done all season long. You know, we've all believed on this. And look, it helped that you didn't roll coverages more towards Cooper Cup in the final drive, kind of like when Sam Mitchell decided, I'm going to keep single covering Kobe Bryant in his 81-point game. Why don't you do this a little more? No, 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 no. That's just what they're expecting us to do. But but I that that's a hidden part of it, that when you see where other teams fall short, and yeah, look at Tampa Bay. They bring in Antonio Brown. And it worked for a while, and then it didn't work. And then suddenly, because of his mercurial behavior, Brady is without the guy that he liked the most. And the offense just wasn't really the same, and it just really didn't work. And Aaron Rodgers in the playoff game, it just really didn't work. And they couldn't move the ball at all on, on, on the Niners. And again, it was a playoff situation in which, uh, you know, LaFleur in the game plan wasn't really. Um, wasn't as good as it could have been to try to attack the Niners' defense. It was all these things that that keep coming up. And and okay, is this like the number one reason why a team was able to win? Why? No, but it's a big part of it that when you have to when you don't have to worry about any knuckleheaded stuff, it becomes an easier thing for you along the way.
1: It's fair. It's a fair point. What do you think of the Stafford video where now the photog had a broken back and 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 oh my god! Uh, but uh, you know. I just again, let, I'll I'll give you my thoughts in a second. But when you, when you saw the video, what did you think? I I when I saw this, I
0: couldn't believe that this is a person. Like he disappointed me as a human being, not not as a football player, not. But just when when they asked this woman who's a photographer to take their picture, and she you know she falls off the stage. Okay, nothing could have stopped that because it was just an accident. But when when you're a person. right? Your first reaction is like, if someone's falling, it's, oh, like you move towards them. Like there's at least a little bit, like Kelly Stafford at least, oh, oh my God, I can't believe this. And she moved forward to see what was happening. Matthew Stafford just very coldly and calmly just turned around and said, nope, not getting involved, walking away. It's like, Dude, this woman just fell off the stage in front of you. You're the big football player. You you can at least call and say, "Hey, something happened. Come help this woman." And instead, nope. I'm just walking away. Kelly, you deal with it. I I, I really don't want to. I, mean, I I was I was disappointed in him as a person. I'm like, man, I said some some great things about Stafford and what he did at quarterback at his no look pass in the final drive. And then I I see that and I go. Dude, you just walk away. I mean, your first reaction, or even to stare over to the, the, the top of the stage and just go, wow, what happened? Are you okay? I mean, even you get that if someone doesn't want to get involved. It's, ooh, what happened there? Man, hey, uh, anybody can help because I, I don't want to. But this just him turning and walking away, wow. I, I hope I don't ever need help from Matthew Stafford because he just turned to walk away from me. He wouldn't well, help me at all.
1: I, I mean, it, it's a it's a bad look. It, there's, no, there's no way to, to put it. It's a bad look. And, and and none of it's his fault and you do wonder like you know in the things that when you're when you're drunk and you're having a good time and it is almost like somebody who else and now she obviously was doing her job right um i i, I I've, I've thought a lot about this right like say you're drunk and then somebody you know somebody else who's drunk falls at a, at a party obviously you would think the first thing you would do is are you okay right that's the Are you okay? It's a very normal behavior. On the other hand, you know, when you're hammered and somebody else falls, whoa, I'm out. That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. I I think that was just, I think that's my only way to give him somewhat of a pass. But because there's videos, I don't know what it was, six, seven, eight feet off of a stage that you don't turn and just go like, hey, are you okay? Like, you don't have to go and start performing mouth-to-mouth and CPR to just ask the question, are you okay? Um, I, I, like, I, I do give him a little bit of a pass because of the excessive drinking, and it's not like he was, you know, we say everybody says this all the time, who you are as a drunk is who you really are, right? Happy drunk, happy person, angry drunk, angry person underneath. And Matt Stafford clearly was a happy drunk. So it's not like he's some angry person that enjoyed watching her fall and break her back. On the other hand, there is a lack of empathy there, which is a little alarming. And then, then, you know, he and Kelly come out. Now we'll we'll pay for medical bills. Like, yeah, I don't know. Damage kind of done there, bud, as we all saw the video.
0: Look, I I, I know that when you say, okay, let's add alcohol and that's a big variant. But at that point, Stafford, he's, he's standing having a conversation with his wife and everything is cool. And I saw it and I walked away right away. Yes, I, I don't. This wasn't where. Hey, I didn't really see what happened, or I wasn't paying attention. No, he's standing on stage, and he's he's taught, calmly, having a conversation. Oh, she fell. Oh, I'm I'm walking off. Say, I I can't I can't really give him a pass for that. I mean, I I, I there's so many other things that that not just, Hey, we need some help here. Someone come over here and help. You know, waves just wave someone over. There's all kinds of people there. You can do that, and 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 for him to not even do that. I mean, I I, I can't. I I, I get that he couldn't help her because she just fell, right? And this is not about them doing anything that, that, hey, listen, you could have really stepped out and grabbed her and she could have fell. But, you know, throw on top of that the fact that they asked her to take the picture. You know I mean? Just think if, if, if you're on vacation, like say you and your wife are on vacation, right? You and your family is there. You're at you know, Disneyland or somewhere, and you say to someone, hey, could you do us a favor? Can you take our picture? Because that happens all the time. You go on vacation. Hey, you want me to take the picture? Yeah, that's great. And you're standing there, and you and your family, everybody's there. And, and the woman taking the picture has your phone, and she just stumbles backwards and falls like like eight feet. I mean, did that, that's you going... Oh, hey, sorry. Well, all right. Sorry. Let, let's go, kids. Come on. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let, let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, Nemo ride. Come on. Let's go. I mean, th- that's that's the equivalent of it for anybody else. I don't know who doesn't who doesn't have a natural human response to, oh, are you okay? And, I, you know, look, when you're an athlete and I get that you're worried that people are going to be after you at certain times and if you're involved in something, I don't want to be in, in, in a case where, hey, this is someone that's going to get money from me or they're starting something with me in a bar or anything else like that. No, that if, if there was a, any kind of confrontation... That I could even understand. This is just you asked a person to take their take your picture, and they fell, and you just walk away from them. I think I think they kind of had to say, "Hey, we're going to take care of your medical bills," because that optic and that look, as you say, it was just it's just awful to have that there.
1: It was it was not it was not a strong look. There's there's no uh, there's no denying that that <laughs> it's was one of those, not a strong look. <laughs> like ooh. Oh, did I really, I did. I, did I really, it's, it, it reminded me of you remember that TV show uh, probably about 15 years old. Uh, what would you do? Right. The premise of it is, you know, like there's a a, 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 stroller, like rolling down a hill, you know, and it rolls by your chair at an outdoor restaurant. What would you get up and stop the stroller and help the baby inside? And we all say we would do it. And then you watch the video and, you know, very few people do it. That was like one of those, what would you do? And Matt Stafford was the, yeah, I'm out. I, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. On nine eleven, we vowed to never forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T, dot org.
0: The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. Twitter at Fresca. Doug, at Gottlieb Show. We'll have more NFL on the way. Looks like the Packers trying to do their damnedest to try to keep Aaron Rodgers a quarterback. But coming up next, the NBA is hitting the break. We got big injury news and a big guest to help us break it all down. That's next right here on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio
1: App. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, and um, stop me if you heard this before, Jace, but uh, Anthony Davis is hurt. I know. I know these are stunning things. These are these are these are stunning 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 things right that uh uh that that we have not seen no listen uh the, the lakers they, they actually look uh look good the other night even after he goes down they beat the utah jazz but it, it has been a a frustrating year for the lakers thus far plus we have the nets who are going to reform themselves after the all-star break we got the sixers we got the all-star break itself michael lee joins us here on the dan patrick show on fox sports radio with jason smith i'm Doug Gottlieb. And 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 Michael, with the with the news, Anthony Davis is going to be out around four weeks with this badly sprained ankle. What do you think that means for the Lakers' season?
2: Oh, it's not over um, because they still have LeBron James playing at such a high level that um, they'll still be able to be competed for the tenth spot. I mean, they'll be able to play if get into the play in. I don't think that even without Anthony Davis, that you can just say that there are ten better teams than the Lakers the way they're currently constructed. Um, you don't have to be that good to be in the playing game. You don't have to be that special to get in. And all they have to do is just have an opportunity to just get in that tournament. And then you see what happens, but I'm not ready to just bury them and say that, that the season's over because they discovered something when Anthony Day was out the first time they discovered that LeBron James can be a small ball big. And, you know, he's the most versatile guy we've ever seen. So he can do everything out there. Um, they can find a way to survive in his absence because they've gotten accustomed to him not being around all year.
1: Yeah. The, the, the issue there and is not the offense, right? I mean, that guy is scoring and passing and he's unbelievable. The problem is they didn't beat anybody when he's playing small ball five because he can't stop anybody, right? There's no rim. He's just, he's not really a small ball five rebounding wise or shot blocking wise. and, and, and you know, they just haven't found a way that thing is so strangely oddly constructed. All right, let's, he get, he comes back he's healthy they get everybody healthy what's their ceiling
2: first round exit they haven't been good all year they haven't been good with him i mean i think that's the one thing that that people are sort of ignoring i mean yes yeah, it's, it's a big loss um but this team is a, is not constructed well i mean the the pieces don't fit um, they don't defend. Like you said, it doesn't matter. AD's like, has been in the, was always in the running for defensive player of the year, but he hasn't been able to bring it the way he has in the past. He's just not playing at that level. Um, maybe because physically, he's just, his body's breaking down. He can't move the way he wants this. And obviously, like we know LeBron can't play defense for a full four quarters. He can give you spurts and efforts, like especially late in the game, but he can't do it all the whole game. And then who else do they have that can lock anybody up? I mean, Avery Bradley's is like their only guy. Um, so they they don't have the pieces to really be a competitive, you know, like championship contender. And I think that's already been revealed to them throughout the course of this season. Um, I think that you know with LeBron at the lead, they have too much pride to not make the at least the playing game. But if they even you know get into the playoffs. <laughs> I don't see them being lasting long because they can't hang with the Grizzlies or the Suns or the Warriors in a seven-game series. So they'll be dusted off pretty quick if they get that far. Yeah,
1: no, it's 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 fascinating. And then you know they'll probably fire Vogel and try and reform themselves. You you have people talking about trading away Anthony Davis at the end of the year. That to me sounds insane. It just sounds like right, like
2: I yeah, you gave up the world to get him. You got a championship with him. I mean, you got to at least try to ride it out and just hope that he has experienced some good luck. Maybe he hires some trainers who can keep him on the on the court, you know, uh, or maybe he has to make some changes himself to make sure that he's physically able to compete. I mean, we know he gets hurt a lot, and his whole time in L.A. has sort of been just, um, you know, really derailed from injuries, especially last season. Um, but I just think that, uh, you know, what they got to do, is one, they gotta find some way to move on from from Russ and then also just try to find a team that like they had before. Shooters who can spread the floor and guys who are committed to playing defense. Because I mean who knows how long LeBron will be able to play at this level. Looks like he can play like this level until he's fifty, but (laughs) who knows how long he can play at this level. But offense should never be the issue with them. They they really they won a championship because they could defend. Frank Vogel looked like he knew what he was doing a couple years ago in the bubble because they played defense. And right now they're not doing that.
1: Yeah, no, it's fascinating, right? They were the best defensive team in the NBA. They win a championship. They try and make themselves more of an offensive team. It backfires mightily, and and, and you know, uh, and and all the reputations I think outside of probably LeBron suffer because of it. Mr. Michael Lee joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. Of course, he writes for the Washington Post. He joins us on the Dan Patrick Show with Jason Smith. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Okay, let, let's let's get to the the Harden Durant breakup right where you know they've they've both been through multiple franchises but they were supposed to be and I don't think anyone professed them to be boys going back to the Oklahoma City days but there was a sense that they were they were friends or friendly now it's a mutual frustration and a mutual parting of ways and Durant wanted Harden gone and Harden claims that it wasn't all about winning and it's interesting Kyrie's kind of stayed out of the fray how much of Kyrie's vaccine controversy caused this breakup?
2: I I lean heavily on that being the reason. I mean, obviously something else could have been a factor, but if you are at James Harden's stage in your career and only thing that's missing from your resume is a championship – and you got a guy who has an opportunity to to be with your team, fully committed to the team, but he refuses to do the one thing that will allow him to be available, um, that would be highly frustrating because you don't have seasons to throw away. And I think that's part of the reasons why he forces himself out right now. Like, he didn't wait until the offseason to sign somewhere as a free agent. He pushed himself to Philadelphia where he could play with the, the front-runner for MVP so he can have a chance to go for it now. With Kyrie's situation, what happens if Brooklyn makes it to the play-in and they host the play-in game and Kyrie can't play because he's not vaccinated? How tacky is that going to be? where they're trying to earn the right to get into the playoffs, but Kyrie won't get a vaccine and and he won't try to do what's necessary for the team to win. That's got to be highly frustrating for a guy at James Harden's level who – you know, force his way out of Houston to make a run at a championship. He didn't do anything else other than try to win a championship. His obsession now is to get that piece. So right now I think the the friction that he had with Kevin Durant is based on the fact that Kevin can't can't quit Kyrie. Like, that's his boy. Like, he's not going to give up on him. He's going to stay supportive with him, and he's going to make sure that he has his back because, you know, who knows what Kyrie's going through, and Kevin knows that he's got to be his friend. And um, and James is like, yo, man, what what, what about me in this re- equation? Like, I, I gave up Houston to be a part of this. I made my sacrifices to be a part of this. And now nobody else is wanting to make the same sacrifices. And I can see why he's frustrated. So I think mainly the fact that, you know, and I don't think Kevin necessarily wanted to get rid of James until it became clear that James didn't want to be there. And, you know, you know how it goes. If If everybody's not fully committed to what you're trying to do, then you might as well just part ways and move on.
0: Well, and how upset is Joel Embiid going to be? Because he was the MVP until now, Michael, and now it's going to be, well, now if they keep winning and they take over, the, it's going to be all James Harden. He's going to be like, wait a minute, I'm I'm at the top of all the MVP conversations, and now it's going to be all James Harden's fault.
2: Well, I think after last night's game, we, you know, his 42 on Giannis, that, that's going to stay in people's memory for a while. So with 24 however many games they have left, I don't think James can do anything to take away from what him, Joel Embiid is doing. I mean, he's playing at such a high level right now, um, and he's just really an unstoppable force. And he's been enjoying the fact that he can carry a franchise without Ben Simmons, and people can see what he's all about. Um, obviously last year he was second he was runner up and this year he really wants to go at it. And I, I just think that he's so committed and so focused that I don't think Harden can mess him up as as it comes to that individual accolade. And I think Harden's probably at a point where he's he'll be happy that he can ride that horse for a little bit. You know, he'll he'll wait and play at least a a couple, couple games and, and feed Joel and make sure he continues to get off and he won't get in the way. Because, I mean, who was the front runner for M V P first part of the year? It was Kevin Durant, and who was feeding him the ball? It was James Harden. I'm pretty sure he's going to try to do that for Joel.
1: Mike, Michael, uh, who do you think of the two teams has the better chance of winning the championship? Again, assuming that I, it, it feels like the vaccine mandate is going to be going to be lifted on some yeah. level, um, and, and assuming that Embiid and Harden can stay healthy, let's, let's just let's just go all positive. Everybody's healthy. Yeah, all positive. Who, who, who's who's more likely? To compete for a championship,
2: so so every everybody's healthy and yep. Ben Simmons plays the way we expect Ben Simmons to play as he you know before he had to meltdown against Atlanta, right? <laughs> so if that's the case, I think Brooklyn is a better structured team because they were able to trade James Harden and clear up all their holes, you know. They they struggled with rebounding. They got, you know, Andre Drummond. They struggled on the defensive end and having a lockdown defender. They got Ben Simmons, who's, you know, one of the top defensive players in the game and a play, play playmaker and facilitator. And all of his flaws, everything that, Philadelphia didn't need him, didn't want him to. I mean, everything that Philadelphia wanted him to be, Brooklyn doesn't need him to be. So he can go out there and just play his game, and I think he could thrive in that. And then you add Seth Curry, who I think is probably the more un- most underrated piece of that, because Joe Harris has been out all year, and they've missed that guy who can spread the floor and knock down shots. Now you have Seth Curry there as another shot maker to go with Patty Mills. I like what Brooklyn did with that move, because they addressed their needs, and they also you know, added some depth in areas where they were weak. So, I like what they have. I'm not sold on the on the mix between Harden and, and Embiid. I think the honeymoon period will be very good. But I think when it gets to the playoffs, I haven't seen enough from Harden in the postseason to have faith and trust that he's going to deliver when it really matters. He finds a way. He's almost like the offensive version of Ben Simmons, <laughs> where when you really need him, he's just, he's just not going to be there for what you need. Um, obviously, um, the defensive end in the postseason, he's never been a guy that you could count on. Um, but also, he's also got it when it when it really gets the pressures really on, he fades. And so I don't trust him in a postseason situation. But I do trust Kevin Durant. And I do trust Kyrie because they got the rings to prove it. Philadelphia doesn't have anybody with the rings other than Doc Rivers. He's
0: on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. That's at Mr. Michael Lee, sports enterprise reporter for The Washington Post. Covered the NBA for 19 seasons. Check out his latest on John Morant. Off his Twitter page again, that's at Mr. Michael Lee. Thanks a bunch for always stopping by. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care. By the way, John Morant, real deal. That oh, guy. my
0: God. How good is he? he I, th- I, see, I think John Morant's a guy that at the end is going to wind up winning MVP. This year? Yeah, look how they could wind up finishing second in the West, and he's got all the highlights. He's got every. He's the new star. The NBA loves to anoint. I think he's got a great chance to win this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, NBA is is so good. Um, and I I the the NBA has needed they they need a big guy. You know, like it used to be. And as much as you love the idea that Steph Curry. Feels like he could be, I know he's not, feels like he could be every guy, right? We can all shoot threes like Steph Curry. Um, And and this probably contradicts my point a little bit because John Morant is so crazy athletic that he's got otherworldly talent. I think one of the reasons people have always loved the NBA is you got these just giants of men and there's this awe-inspiring kind of feeling watching how they move and how they play. And Joel Embiid kind of brings that back, brings that back. You know, Giannis is, is similar, but uh, both are ju- he's just an incredible, incredible talent. The compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready for anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing.
0: The Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb here in for Dan and the Danettes today here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We got more NBA on the way, but coming up next, Doug and I wade into the biggest controversy in sports. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Friday. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Uh, Got a big development in the Aaron Rodgers saga coming up in about 15 minutes. But uh, look, with the Olympics going full bore now, we're getting into the point where the big medals are being awarded. Uh, Clearly, one story. Has just engulfed all other stories and that's the ice skating controversy involving Camilla Valjeva the Russian skater who has been at the center of the big controversy over the positive doping test. She finishes fourth overall in the free skate and does not medal despite being first in the short program earlier this week she was the overwhelming favorite to win and Doug this has become a blank show in the words of Bill Walton of biblical proportions nobody is happy she doesn't win the The skater who comes in first is is basically ignored by the rest of uh, the Olympic team. The skater who comes in second is upset, didn't want to even go on the stand because she thought she should have won, says, I'm done with skating, and now Valieva is going to live with this the rest of her life. And the American skaters are unhappy. Johnny Weir is unhappy. Nobody is happy out of this. They they somehow found a result where, where not one person or group could wind up being happy with this.
1: I struggle to care. I just, I just, I'll be completely honest with you. Wow, really? Yes. I I speak for most, I think most of us sports fans. I've never gotten into the, the Winter Olympics. It's always been a struggle, especially now so. And... You know, stop me if you heard this before, but Olympic sport, Olympic like, look the the Russians can't even go by their Russian flag because they dope so much that they have to go. What what do they go by? The something the Russian the, Federation they're the ROC,
0: the Russian Olympic Committee, the ROC, the Rock.
1: All right, I mean the Russians got caught doping. I mean it's sought it and it, Drago clearly was doping back in Rocky Four. This nothing <laughs> is nothing has changed. I mean what what what? I I, do, I just I'm actually fascinated that you're super fascinated by it right it just it just is it's a um it doesn't mean that 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 in this case these women aren't incredible what they do but olympic sports the russians figure skating i mean we don't send our nhl we don't send our nhl players we don't send our college hockey players you know like uh, we don't care about hockey we don't we just don't care about the winter olympics we don't i i just I mean it's in China, that whole thing is a mess. They started talking about Olympics after the Super Bowl and I was I couldn't g I couldn't change the channel fast enough. Oh well, well listen. No no. This year there's a new bobsled. <laughs> like all right. Yeah. No, that was good. that
0: was a horrible that was a horrible set. It was a it was a bobsled heat, and there was a Czech Republic person going. I'm like, you couldn't save something a little bit more high profile when you're coming off the Super Bowl. Let's just get to what's going on live. Nah, you got to give me a little bit something when you're coming off the Super Bowl. Now,
1: every every part of it's an abject disaster. I mean, the time zone thing's a disaster. The fact that Americans aren't really that good is a disaster. The fact that we don't care is a disaster. It's in China. It just it just is. I just the 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 winter olympics jumped the shark after you know um do you believe in miracles yes sorry i i i get i totally get it right there's this hypocrisy to it where she was allowed to compete even though she got caught doping i i where where everybody else who gets caught doping is suspended like that the whole thing's a joke but that's the olympics sorry i just i'm i i i I would love it if there was some angle to which really made me care, but I can't. I can't get myself. I want to, Jason. I really did. During the break, I knew you wanted to talk about this. I wanted to, but I don't. Wow. You you can
0: forget about your career as an NBC executive now. You you absolutely did not sell the Winter Olympics like you were supposed to. That did
1: I not happen. To I, you. I don't. What What is the... Look, this is
0: this is the this is the the, the big event has always been the women's figure skating, right? right, We have no American the Americans aren't good anymore. But the fact that here's somebody who was good, and, and we just went through the Shakiri Richardson drama a year ago where she tested positive for pot, wasn't allowed to compete. Oh, uh, no way. Nope, can't do it, can't do it. But now here's someone who is an overwhelming favorite, and she tests positive for performance-enhancing drugs, and a big-time one, not one that's just, well, was it, and she's allowed to compete. And not only that, they go through the appeals process, and the appeals process, yep, we're going to allow her to compete. I mean, how is, how is that fa- – I'm watching people just lose their minds on television when they're talking about it, refusing to even talk about her when she's doing her first skate. And wh- when do you ever see that going on? I mean, people – it's just insane that, this, that, that she was allowed to compete. And, look, I get that this is – hey, she's 15 years old, but in the end, this is the Olympics, right? This is not a kid's event. This is where a better decision needed to be made, not only for that, but to protect her from all the blank shows she's got to deal with the rest of her life the fact that 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 she gets caught doping that's not a surprise but it should have been hey guess what caught doping can't compete and and we'll deal with that on and it becomes basically a non-story it's just here's the latest russian doping scandal but the fact that she was allowed to compete and and through an appeals process said yes we're gonna to allow to do that oh no no that's a really big deal doug and I, I i think i think the way the news cycle has gone with this that that's that's overwhelmed the olympics that's that's a pretty big deal
1: yeah, because it falls in line with everything we know about the Olympics. The Russians dope and, you know, and and the, the whatever the rules are, it just it does it, it just it makes you not want to watch the sport. It just does. I, I can't, you know, and, you know, it was some some heart medication that about probably a lot, It allows you to work out longer and and breathe easier and your heart to pump more oxygen. It, it did. It almost feels like we're going to see this in the Tour de France. But it's the same thing, you know. You just at at some point you can't, I can't get into it. I can't be told these are the best athletes in the world. It's hard when there's not Americans. Like that, that used to be the thing about the Olympics is we had a rival, and I mean, I guess the Russians would be our rival now, but I don't know. I I just I I, I don't care. I really do. I love sports. I just feel like for whatever reason, the Winter Olympics doesn't feel like sports. So I,
0: Ivan Drago did this to you. So once it happened Rob, Look, I, before I you, mean I have some done, things I could
1: on. I have some things that could spice it up. Like there's you, gotta be you. I guess some things I can spice up. The bobsled <laughs> thing could be cool. They gotta have GoPros on those on the sleds. Because they have a little thing that says it's going seventy five miles an hour, but it just doesn't look like seventy five miles an hour. And by the way, you know, if you really want Americans to watch, have multiple bobsleds out there where they're banging into each other. Like the Daytona five hundred this week. You know, where where they're gonna be there's rubbing his race, they got forty cars out there and somebody will wreck. I I'm that's I'm watching. Um, so I do think you could do multiple bobsleds where they're where it's like a it's like a race where they can bump bump each other and draft each other. That would be cool. Um, I think the GoPro would be awesome. I think a GoPro on the the skiers like the alpine skiing or the slalom skiing. They're going at like an angle below uh, greater than forty five degrees, but it doesn't necessarily translate how fast and how crazy that skiing is. Um, but I'd also, like, look, half of us don't grow up skiing. 95% of us have never seen a bobsled, uh, have never seen bobsled. And, you know, the, probably the best sports are really they just stole from the X Games, right? They just did winter X Games, and that's they're trying to call them Olympic sports now. I just... I don't know, dude. I, I, I get that it's a big international story. I think nationally we're much more focused on where Aaron Rodgers is going to play and why uh, Matt Stafford or I'm sorry, Matthew Stafford didn't help that lady up who fell off the fell, fell off the, uh, uh, the the podium uh, at the victory parade.
0: Well, for a guy not paying attention, you certainly have some ideas that could help the Olympics there. Uh, I mean, that's it's, on.
1: it's on. It's on. You're just sitting there going like, yeah. yeah. I, I like the, I mean, the <laughs> biathlon one, right? Well, that's where they ski and they shoot. Yeah. That, there's, there's, there's some stuff you could do with that that's pretty fun. But it's, you know, those, those are hard sports to cover. They just are.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think I could be a curler. I think I could be one of the sweepers. I don't know that I could get my legs in the position to throw the stone, but I could walk and sweep. I've been doing that my whole life. I could go right down to tell me when to sweep, I'll sweep. Tell me when to stop, I stop.
1: It's a good point. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a very fun point. I I, don't, I just we still haven't established why we should care about the Winter Olympics.
0: Wow. Twitter at How about a fresca Doug at Gottlieb Show. Coming up next year on the D P show. Is Aaron Rodgers really coming back? This is Fox.